0: Plenty went right for the Penn State offense in 2020. Should the Lions explore looking for a quarterback in the transfer portal? Penn State basketball snaps a decade long losing streak to Wisconsin, and Penn State's wrestling team gets its season started with back to back wins. I'm Dustin Hawkins with Penn Live. We'll tackle those headlines coming up on the Blue White Breakdown. So much went sideways for the Penn State offense in 2020 that it was easy to focus on the negatives and to look back on the season with unfavorable reviews. And certainly the outcome fell short of expectations inside the Penn State football building, and it cost offensive coordinator Kirk Scirocco his job after just one season. James Franklin hired a big name in Mike Yurcich with hopes of taking the offense to another level starting in 2021. But Penn Live's Bob Flauners made the point over the weekend that plenty did still go right for Penn State last year. The list begins at the wide receiver position, which began the year as perhaps the biggest question mark on the entire roster. The emergence of Jahan Dotson and Parker Washington has potential to completely reshape the offense, and in both cases, their play in 2020 was a pleasant surprise. Launders also lists the presence of Rashid Walker at left tackle as another positive. Even more good news came this winter, when Walker announced he would return for his fourth season. The emergence of freshmen Keziah Holmes and Kevon Lee was also a step in the right direction. They were pressed into duty early, and they responded well, which should only help them going forward. Other positives included the young tight end duo of Brenton Strange and Theo Johnson. Caden Wallace at right tackle was another pleasant surprise, and the return to health of Juice Scruggs was a major storyline that will carry into 2021 as well. It all adds up to the possibility of a much-improved Penn State offense come next fall. Penn State's down its backup quarterback, along with the number 5 option from last year's depth chart, and the revolving dork quarterback has become the top storyline of a busy offseason. The big question has to do with Will Levis, who announced his intentions to transfer last week. Levis has arm strength, a quick release, and off-the-charts athleticism, but he never really got a chance to put it all together at Penn State. He'll look to do that at a new school with three years to prove that Penn State made a mistake by choosing Sean Clifford and leaving Levis on the outside looking in. The combination of Levis's departure and Micah Bowen's transfer to Oklahoma has Penn State now down to just three scholarship quarterbacks. Not only that, but history suggests that Taquan Roberson and true freshman Christian Bayou might be biting off more than they can chew in their new roles. If that's true, that could be grounds for Penn State to look for a quarterback on the transfer market. The Lions don't have a need at the top of their depth chart, but they could badly use experience a little further down. James Franklin had opportunities to get Roberson on the field in mop-up duty last season, but he didn't take them. So now Penn State's in a spot where Roberson is the program's best hope if Clifford were to be injured, and Roberson happens to have just one college pass attempt. The Lions might do well to find a quarterback who sees the positives in this situation and the fact that the competition could be wide open for the backup job. We'll see what happens in the weeks ahead. Penn State basketball is back in the win column with an impressive 81-71 victory over number 14 Wisconsin. The Lions trailed at halftime but went on to score a season-high 50 points in the second half at Bryce Jordan Center. Penn State shot 53.6% from the floor in the second half and went 19 of 25 from the free-throw line for the game. Myron Jones led Penn State in scoring with 20 points, including 3-for-3 shooting from three-point range. Isaiah Brockington added 18 points and John Harris scored 17 for a Penn State team that turned the ball over just six times. Wisconsin is an incredibly difficult opponent to beat, interim coach Jim Ferry said after the game which perhaps explains why the Lions hadn't previously beaten the Badgers since 2011. The win was easily Penn State's best in an up-and-down season where the Lions have been competitive in most of their games but have found ways to lose. Saturday's effort against Wisconsin is a huge step in the right direction and comes just days after having a contest against Michigan postponed because of COVID on the Michigan campus. It won't be long before the Lions take another shot at beating Wisconsin Penn State's very next game also happens to be against the Badgers with a Tuesday tip off in Madison. Penn State's 2021 wrestling season was slow to get started because of COVID concerns, but it finally got off the ground on Saturday with back to back duels against Indiana and No. 14 Northwestern. Both of those matches went down as wins, but the Lions looked far more ready for match number two than they did for match number one. Penn State forfeited both matches at 125 pounds because it didn't have a wrestler available at that weight. The Indiana match got off to a slow, rusty start with that forfeit at 125, and then less-than-ideal performances from Roman Bravo Young, Brady Berge, and Joe Lee, who all just registered decisions. Jared Verclean and Carter Starachi both suffered upset losses, but Penn State still managed to limp to a win. The performances were much more crisp in a 29-13 win over Northwestern, even as Coach Cale Sanderson forfeited again at 125 and inserted backups at 149 and 197. Roman Bravo Young, Nick Lee, Aaron Brooks, and Seth Neville all scored bonus points for the Lions, and Penn State won seven out of the nine contested bouts. It's been a long road for Penn State to get the year started, and its opening weekend was far from perfect. But the Lions are on their way with a 2-0 record, and the first steps towards what they always seem to do, which is wrestle their best in the postseason. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue White Breakdown. You can find it on Pen Live. You can also find it on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it, and get all the latest from us at PenLive.com/slash Penn Football. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Pen Live, signing off until the next Blue White Breakdown.